Hello, hello, and welcome back to Ivionics Evenings. I'm starting a little early tonight um, in my recording, just to make sure that I get everything done. Uh, things are going to be a little crazy around here. The podcast side of things might be a little touch and go for the next few, honestly, months, sadly. Um, but I figured I would go ahead and knock this week out and hope that I can get back into it next week. But today I am going to be talking a little bit about Kernanus. Um, Kernanus is the horned god of um, wild places and wild things. He is a part of the Gaelic or Celtic pantheon. Um, lots of stories about him with the King Arthur um, stories, the him being a big part of Avalon and um, the raising and teachings of Morrigan and uh, all of that fun stuff. Uh, I really wanted to pick a god this time because I know in the past we have been talking more about women um, and I definitely want to be inclusive. So, let's see, um, Cronanus himself um, was primarily in ancient Gaul. Uh, different Celtic regions in that area. Cronanus uh, quite literally means in Gaelic horned or horned one. Um, his appearance would be kind of a cross between a man and a deer. Um, some portray him as younger and very healthy and virile and some portray him as older and more of a caretaker of nature. And a lot of cultures have used a similar name or image for other horned or nature deities. So, very little is known about him. There's almost nothing uh, written down about him. But in a lot of stories... um, some people believe that his name and um, some things about him belong to a number of different gods that were similar, and then kind of they they assimilated them all into one. Um, and it's kind of up for debate with scholars as to whether or not he was responsible for taking people from one life to the other, or if he just resided like presided over. Um, taking care of nature. Let's see. He is often shown with a traditional Celtic necklace uh, made of different metals, or he holds one. Um, Actually, I have a painting that I replicated from a few different ideas um, where he is, in fact, holding one. Uh, Some say that he is the lord of both life and death, or the god of both life and death. Um, And he, his life cycle, um, and his reborn, all of that is kind of, it kind of goes along with the cycle of the year. Um, and of course the goddess, whichever goddess, uh, you particularly believe in, 
Um, of course, we know that the cycle of the year, the holidays, these things really pertain to her story um, and how the cycle of the year will kind of go through telling her story and it's kind of the same with him. Um, so they say that his power originally comes from her, which most um, most god, goddesses, deities, that tends to be the case where they are very female-based and allow the men to derive their power from the women. So, I'm sorry if I sound really uncomfortable. I uh, honestly did not prepare very well for this podcast, and I do apologize. I have been running around like a mad person the past few days. Um, they do have some ties uh, in mythology, the people who study this, to uh, Kernanus being tied into Odin. Um, and Baphomet, ironically, which I guess I could see that. Um, Baphomet was actually a corrupted form of the Latinized form of the word Muhammad. Um, but I'll get into the misteachings and uh, pop culture mess up of like satanic religion and Baphomet and all of that at some other point in time. Um, <laughs> that's usually quite honestly where I start to lose people because people are uncomfortable talking about that, but it's more about doing research and being well informed instead of because sadly Hollywood has really kind of messed all of that up. So nowadays, I know a lot of TV shows have turned to um, the Celtic pantheons, the pagan uh, deities and stuff, as characters. Um, so in Marvel Comics, Kernanus was one of the most prominent figures of the Celtic pantheon. Um, and you've got people who sing about him. Um, he shows up in video games and things like that. Um, I'm really kind of worried about Hollywood taking from the pagan religion as much as they do because at this point what people think are true about the pagan religion comes a lot from Hollywood. Uh, things like Harry Potter, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, um, what else? The movie Practical Magic, things like that. And it's just not true. So it makes it really hard for people who are pagan to kind of get their point across without somebody saying, ah, oh, you're going to curse us, or ah, oh, you believe in the devil, or ah, oh, this. Like, and it's very frustrating. Um, so if you have happened to randomly stumble upon this podcast, I definitely encourage you to do your research because a lot of the things that Hollywood and the general public spouts off about paganism is just not true um, and quite confusing. Um, I actually had some random person on my Twitch stream say that because I was pagan that I was a Trump supporter and a flat earther and a moron. <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. 
Um, but people are so quick to judge nowadays. It's just, I guess, the way of the world. But So, since we're talking about Cronanus and people forming their realities out of what they're told and not what they find out for themselves, um, I'll take a moment and just kind of encourage people to be their best selves. Um, and since I'm trying to be inclusive, I really want to talk to guys this time. Um, not saying that, you know, the women listening to this, you can definitely take this message forth, um, and hopefully help be the change that we want to see in the world. Uh, but for guys, I kind of worry, you know, Cronus was a healing, uh, god. Very kind in nature, very calm, very gentle, um, not afraid to embrace nature, and all aspects that come with nature. Uh, Sadly, a lot of guys now see that as feminine or (sighs) strange for some reason. Um, You know, if a guy says that he has a garden and likes gardening and likes flowers and likes butterflies and likes birds and likes to go outside and go on walks, things like that, people think that like he's too feminine, which is strange because nature is everything. But um, I just hear so many ways that like toxic masculinity is, well, toxic. And um, especially in the pagan religion, people, guys that are pagan and who have an affinity for these things are seen as like feminine and strange and kind of mocked and made fun of. You know, if a guy likes crystals and burns sage, it's just kind of people think it's strange. Um, So I think for guys, it's important to branch out and just do what you're comfortable with. Break down the barriers of what everybody was taught in the past that you had to be just so overly masculine and defined by people's opinion and almost performing your masculinity for other men. (laughs) It's ironic, the women usually don't gravitate towards people who are overly masculine and shut people's ideas down because they are not masculine enough. Usually women don't find that savory. Um, So I just encourage guys to be themselves and not worry about what other people have to say or think, um, which I could say that for everyone, honestly. But I feel like, you know, yes, women have it difficult, especially women of color. Um, it's way more difficult. But if guys, guys are the ones who sadly and ultimately, I won't say sadly, I guess it could be a good thing if people were willing to uh, expand their their thought patterns. Um, it wouldn't be such a bad thing, but guys are in power now. Guys have all the all the positions of power, and again, it wouldn't be such a bad thing if the guys in power would be more receptive to everyone's emotions or feelings. But that's seen again as feminine and therefore wrong. To be understanding and kind and gentle. Um, 
So I just really encourage guys to not feel like you have to fit into a paradigm that society has created. Um, because as we can see throughout history, that's not what's going to work for all of us as humans, is to become robots of what society prefers. Based on, I don't know, media? <laughs> Based on stories of the past? Um, and sadly now, men kind of have this idea, especially young men, men who are just now starting their lives, now have this feeling that they are totally useless and not cared for unless they can provide something. Unless they are the ones who are out making all of the money and doing everything for the family, and then they are only cared for by what they can provide um, instead of who they are. And I know as females, as women, we want to be cared about for who we are. We want to be, you know, individuals and not afraid to represent ourselves as individuals and cared for based on who we are. Um, and sadly, men are just kind of seen as what can you do? Uh, what can you achieve and bring to the table? Um, and don't get me wrong, in a lot of ways I am feminist, but for the young men who are wanting to make a change, uh, like my husband, he doesn't want to live in the toxic masculinity that has been passed down in his family for generations. He wants to branch out from that and be inviting and um, sensitive and loving and caring and you know, he enjoys gardening, he enjoys cooking, he enjoys spending time with the kids. He, you know, even for a while considered himself metrosexual just because he cares about how he dresses and puts forth an effort in how he looks, even though the true definition of metrosexual really has nothing to do with how he is. He felt the need that that's, you know, he had to label himself as something he wasn't just because he cares about his presentation. Um, and I really hate that. I feel like, and he's constantly being made fun of for it, for being different. Um, caring about the underdogs, the people who usually get picked on and made fun of, he's right there with them and he would much rather be friends with people like that, people who are more intuitive than, you know, the typical jocks kind of bullyish type people um so that's kind of why I wanted to bring this message forth and uh I wanted to be inclusive and I know I talk a lot about femininity and um so I just feel like that would be incredibly helpful for society to start changing that aspect as well um especially since the position that we're in right now a lot of men do have power and are in power um, anywhere you look, pretty much. And again, it wouldn't be such, it wouldn't be as much of a problem if they weren't, if there weren't a lot of them abusing that power, sadly. In thinking in very narrow ways, if people would accept men for being more individual and sensitive and caring then maybe things would be a little bit different. And until people are listening and being emotional like that, I'm afraid things won't change much. 
it has to start somewhere and of course it's not going to change overnight but I encourage everyone to be caring and sensitive and understanding and open-minded and open-hearted um but these days when men are in power and you know it's not like people can just change things overnight and immediately put the equal amount of men in power as women in power and um, make things more equal across the board. Right now, it's up to these sensitive, caring, understanding men to step forward and say, you know, I don't, I, I disagree with this. I don't think it should always be this biased. I guess is the best way to put it. So, um, in the Celtic world, way long ago um, in history, and especially in, you know, you hear of Sparta all the time, and Greek uh, townships in in history, um, and they're always talking about how the women and the men were equal, and um, it's not like that here. It's not like that anymore, and um, I feel like everybody had a much better outcome when people were equal and able to look at everything from everybody's perspective, Um, but it's hard for guys to look at life through a woman's perspective if he's not caring first, if he's not empathetic first, so... That's my little tidbit for the day, my little talking rant moment, Um, and I encourage that for everybody, but right now I definitely encourage that for men. Um, Just be yourselves and try to be, try to break down those walls. Um, Toxic masculinity is something that has been passed down for generations and been kind of pushed through society um, and stamped on every guy alive right now. And um, sadly, even down to my one-year-old, you know, he's a little boy and I fully intend on raising him as however he wants to be. If he wants to play with dolls or pink things or play dress up, it doesn't matter to me. I'll I'll support him however he is, but a lot of people in my family are already um, kind of gearing his life to be more boyish. So um, I just let kids be kids, (laughs) let them enjoy themselves, and uh, have fun while they can (laughs) before they grow up and see what the world is really like, sadly. Um, But... With that, I guess I will go ahead and roll it over into the meditation portion. Um, I just wrote a blog about envisioning ourselves and our lives as a garden. Um, Whether or not your life is the plant or you are the plant, you are also the gardener. So I would love for us to take a moment and imagine ourselves as a plant. 
um, your your feet are in the soil. That's your roots. Um, you're being rooted into the earth, and you can feel it centering you um, and grounding you and focusing your thoughts on currently what's happening happening now around you. Nothing too far out from your breath, your immediate thoughts, uh, the sensations you're feeling. Just a way of feeling grounded. And whether you're, if you're outside right now, that would be perfect to go find some nice soil to stick your feet in and feel that feeling of being planted. But the stalk of the plant is you. Um, It's how you are right now. You are trying your best to grow where you're planted. You are taking in water, taking in nutrients that you need to grow. So good thoughts, um, positive vibes, happy memories. You're taking in the sunlight, because as humans, we do need water and sunlight. Um, But we obviously want to incorporate happy things that help us to grow. So that is your focus. That is your focus on your meditation, is envisioning yourself growing. And you can be any type of plant you want. You can be a flower, a flowering bush of different colors. Um, You could be a vine, you could be a tree, whatever it is that you envision yourself as. And the trunk of the tree, the base plant of the vine, the base of it is you. But all of these extra limbs, all of these leaves and the flowers, those are going to be That's going to be your life and how your life branches out from you. So if you're not taking in the good things, you're not drinking your water, you're not going outside and enjoying sunlight, you're not bringing in the good, healthy feeling around you, then maybe you won't grow as much. But if you are and you're taking all of it in, then you could grow into whatever you want to be. You could be a tree and tower above everything. You could be a flower and have unmeasurable beauty. You could be a bunch of herbs that heal. You could be something fragrant, something helpful. But the key is to grow in perspective, to grow with all of the good things around you. That's the key. And growing with just the intent to reach the top does not always mean that you will have built the support at the bottom to hold you up forever. And plants that do fall then have to start all over again. 
So it's better to keep yourself grounded and grow with healthy things to incorporate. So that is my meditation that I have for today. Um, As always, I encourage you guys to check out my YouTube channel, um, my blog, my Instagram. Pretty much everything that I have on most social media accounts is under the same tag, under my same name, um, Ivionics. Um, It would just be a great way to grow as a community. I would love to get a community of all different kinds of people together. Um, and have different ways of branching out and hopefully getting in with people who can talk about ways to save the earth, ways to be more environmental, um, as well as ways to be more active in our society um, and be a part of various different movements. And just really, we can all band together and change this world to be a much better place. But it starts with us as individuals. And with that, I will see you guys next week. Bye.